Okay, you guys got yourselves a ship. We'll leave as soon as you're ready. Docking Bay 94. 94. Welcome to another episode of Docking Bay 94. I'm Carl. I'm Zach. And today we're talking about uh, The Clone Wars or Clone Wars? The Clone Wars. The Clone Wars. Season 1 of The Clone Wars that came out back in 2008 into 2009. Uh, So this first season, you know, we already covered The Clone Wars movie Mm -hmm. that kicked off the show. And then the season is 22 episodes. So... Right off the bat, you know, rewatching this season, how was that for you? I think it was pretty good. Yeah, I like this season. Yeah, um, it takes place in the same time as the movie in a way. It all right. kind of revolves around that time. Yeah, and it's before the Clone Wars got into like the weird like prophecy stuff and Night right. Sister stuff. And it's kind of just uh, a good introductory season, I think. Yeah, you, we bring up a good point because the show, I mean, it does get later on in the show's run, to, you know, run, it does get into some different things. <laughs> uh, strange things like Yoda strange. finding out about Order 66 and all that stuff. And, right, and the Night Sisters and uh, the, what was the other thing that you mentioned? The, um, oh yeah, like prophecy stuff, like the whole Mortis uh, trilogy. Yeah. So, which, that's not like, a, that's not a bad thing, but I do l- like the more simple, uh, straightforward, straightforward. Kind of action type. Yeah. And I also, the, the one thing about this show that I love the most, I think, is that how it's, uh, it's an anthology. You know, each episode is its own thing. Yeah. It doesn't really, I mean, sometimes you get those arcs that last like two or three episodes, mm-hmm. but I like how each episode is pretty much its own adventure. Right. You know, as opposed to Rebels is a more of a linear like narrative. Right. You know, um, At the same time, um, I think what's cool about um, these episodes is that the director, like, in some of the episodes, you can tell, like, that entire episode is, like, inspired by, like, a genre of movie. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. there's a episode that's all about hostage crisis, you know? And there's right. an episode that's all about, like, a submarine mm-hmm. uh, battle, but yeah. with a spaceship. It's just, you can tell they took it directly from, like classical movie and turn it into a 20-minute show. Right, which is cool because with that, like, format of the show that they were using, the anthology format, they could do that. Like, they can... They were pretty much had no restrictions on anything they wanted to do. They could they could make a gangster episode or, like, right. a Western or a drama, noir. Like, they could just do whatever they wanted. And uh, I, I feel like... I, I remember watching some behind-the-scenes Clone Wars stuff and basically George would come up with a, like a really broad idea and then he'd be like all right you guys just do that but in you know in this in the clone wars like format you know so right. he'd be like this wasn't season one but this is uh remember the uh what's it, what's that monster called the the zilla beast or something yeah he was like just do godzilla in star wars or something <laughs> like that <laughs> he's then, so lazy yeah. <laughs> he would just tell the people that um but he would come up with, like, the general thing, and then he would be like, yeah, uh, make that into a Star Wars thing or whatever, you know? Right. Uh, but in in this first season, uh, I think the best example of that might be the two-episode uh, arc. It was Jedi Crash and Defenders of Peace. That's the one where it was Anakin, Aayla Sakura, Ahsoka, 
and a few clones of Captain Rex and stuff. They crash land on that planet. Right. And, like, those natives are being, like, uh, taken advantage of by the by the bounty hunter or the, yeah. the bandits. The pirates, right? Hondo and right. whatnot. And was it Anakin? And or Obi-Wan's there as well, right? So, like, yeah, the Jedi team up with these other bounty hunters to protect the villagers from the pirates. Right. And that's, like, straight up, that's, you know, Seven Samurai. Right. Uh, that's the plot of Seven Samurai. So, you know, definitely, like, taking cues from those old classic films. Right. You know. That was, if you want to talk about our favorite episodes, we can do that now. Sure. That, I'll just say, like, that two-episode arc uh, was one of my favorites. Not, It's not quite my favorite, but... Those two episodes, I like a lot when they're okay. on the planet. Yeah, they're, so. they're, they were pretty good. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of good episodes in mm-hmm. this one, and there's a couple bad ones. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I really like the three-episode arc of the Malevolence. Yeah, that's my favorite uh, arc in the yeah. season for sure. It's really good. Yeah. I mean, you also get kind of a um, pre-death – I wouldn't say Death Star, but, mm. you know, it shows that the Sith were always developing – Super weapons, right? And this is, this is this pales in comparison to the Death Star, sure. But it's still like a pretty. It's a massive ship that can pretty much uh, like destroy star destroyers very easily, right? And it, it, it can immobilize them, yeah. Um, and it has it's something that you know was feared, like yeah, yeah. And it had a similar it had a similar uh, beam kind of thing where. I remember there was, there was a shot of like you know how they fired that like big like purple disc yeah. like thing that would like immobilize the star destroyer. Whenever they would fire that up, they'd have a very similar shot from like the Death Star where they they'd show like the in, the inside of the malevolence. Yeah, right. And you see like two little battle droids like, standing there. They fire it and it would like charge up. You know, and shoot. right. That was cool. Yeah. So yeah, those three, and it's also because like it's three episodes long of like. And each one has its own kind of theme. Right. You get the one, I forget which one it is, but the one where um, the Malevolence destroys the ships. Yeah. And the droids are going by and like... Destroying the... Destroying the escape capsules. Yeah, So that no one finds out about the ship. Yeah. That was really cool. Yeah, then we got what, Plo Koon. Yeah, uh, almost died. Yeah, almost dying. Uh, And seeing, what was it, another escape pod was like, we saw them like, the droids destroy... One of the other escape pods or whatever, which right, yeah, the show get connect pretty dark for what it was on Cartoon Network, right? It killed those, uh, killed those clones. Yeah, Um, but yeah, I like that trilogy a lot because it has a a beginning, a a middle, and then the ending when they destroy it. Yeah, it's really satisfying. Um, Is that also the one where? No, it's not. I was thinking of the one where they have the invisibility like cloaked ship. That's different. No, that's a different thing. It's a different. yeah, Yeah. Okay. That um, was um, that was when they were fighting Admiral Trench or that yes, spider guy. That was also a very good episode. Yeah, that is a good episode. Is it the I, hidden enemy? I think so. Um, I like that one a lot. Yeah, it is the hidden, hidden, hidden enemy. enemy. Yeah, and what's interesting to note about that is it's the f- it's actually chronologically the first episode right. of this season. Okay, it takes place before the Clone Wars movie. Hmm. Right before the Battle of Christophsis. Okay, okay. And that's yeah. the one. That's a really good episode. That's the one where it's like a cloaked ship and it's like that submarine yeah. style, like Russia. Right. Russian submarine kind of. Yeah, with like the sonar and stuff. Yeah. And then uh, that was really cool. That was uh, a good example of like Anakin's just skill, I guess, mm-hmm. in the battle, in, in on the battlefield. Uh, 
so another how clever he is but. yeah another good episode i like was the two um well rookies rookies yeah the clone episode yeah, yeah. and then then we get another episode actually which is not in this season but later on we get to see their training before right. they're rookies yeah but specifically rookies in this episode was in this season was pretty good um they're on a, a base outside of camino right and their first assignment is mm-hmm. to like you know keep it a lookout to make sure no one's coming to attack camino right and of course they are yeah and, uh, and it's like a super boring post for the most part right, right? and they're just like oh this is, this is lame this sucks and then of course the, the, the stuff happens but uh but it establishes those like fives, Echo and Heavy. Mm-hmm. It kind of establishes their characters, yeah. makes you care about them, and then you get to meet them with Rex and Cody. Yeah, and it kind of just ties all the clones together. Right, which is cool because they really like the, the show. They really, uh, it, you know, with the format they had, they could do an episode that was like all about clone troopers, and which was cool. And then you do get to you know uh, relate more to the clones and you like you like the clone troopers i just just kind of making it more uh impactful later on personable when they when they uh betray the jedi and stuff but that's definitely a good episode Uh, and then the the ryloth stuff at the end was pretty good oh yeah that ryloth like another three episodes episodes, yeah that was yeah that was a pretty cool one too we had a lot of cool mace windu action in there the one shot i always thought was really cool or one thing he did that i always thought was rad was when there was like those uh i think it's maybe in the last episode of the three i'm not sure but there's like a destroyed like uh republic little ship thingy and there's a clone trapped inside and mace windu puts his hand on the glass Mm. and he like shatters the glass with his hand yeah you know that was cool uh but they were going after what Watt tambor yeah Watt tambor (laughs) was holding uh was holding Ryloth. Yeah, right, right. And we get to see Champs and Dula. Yeah, Champs and Dula. Hera's, uh, Hera's father. Hera's father. Yep. And, but interestingly, though, there's a little girl mm-hmm. that goes and hugs Cham. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought that was Hera, but apparently it's not. But she's not even the same color, is she? Mm, no. <laughs> she's like, the one in the Clone Wars is like orange. Yeah. And... Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I remember watching that, too, and I was like, I remember watching that, that scene, I was like, oh, I wonder if, like, you could see her, even though she wasn't even invented yet, but <laughs> but then... They could have retconned it, though, but... Yeah, they uh, could do that, but, yeah, that, she was, that little girl was orange. Um, well, unless... Rylos could change color oh, as they grow or something. Right. But, no, Pablo de Hidalgo did come out and say that it was just another um, child yeah. of the village. Right. I mean, but... Cham's like a hero. Sure. So, and Hera was alive during that time. Okay. We yeah, just I mean, don't get to see her. Right. How old would she have been? Young, about yeah, that age. About that age, or younger. Yeah. Okay. But uh, she, in Rebels, she recalls right being in Clone Wars. Yeah, and yeah. Um, but yeah, so. And then finally, how do you feel about the last episode where they introduce Cad Bane? Well, you know how I feel about Cad Bane. I know you do. <laughs> do you think this was a good episode for him? Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't think it was a bad episode. It's not one of it's not one of the ones I don't like. I mean, the episode is is good. I think sure. Um, they break Zero out of jail, right? I mean, Zero is kind of is <laughs> ridiculous, but uh, it's a cool like plot. You know, like Cad Bane taking like senators hostage, and Anakin is in the in the building without his lightsaber, right? You know. Um, also, it's like it's a very Cad Bane heavy episode, so I'm all in for that. You know. I know you're not crazy about Cad Bane, but... Eh, 
Yeah. <laughs> well, you're yeah, wrong. He so. gets lucky way too much. I mean, <laughs> I mean he's uh, he's legit, dude. So you think he's better than Boba Fett? Uh, Boba Fett couldn't stand against a Jedi, but apparently somehow Cad Bane. Cad Bane's yeah. Every time like Cad Bane like they've shown him fight Jedi like a good amount of times in the Clone Wars, and he always like does pretty gets well. Gets away. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, I it's hard to say like who's better. He uh, also has his team though. He has a team of yeah, he has a sniper. Is, yeah, his like, or, or a sing right. Um, I don't know. I I, mean, I don't know if who's better, but I I do know that uh, a while back like starwars.com did like a list of like the best bounty hunters in the galaxy and they put uh Ken Bane as one over Boba mm. as two I, I thought it was kind of interesting because I was like oh Boba Fett's gonna be number one of course but he was number two um so um when we were doing the Clone Wars mm. review uh we talked about how they already knew Ventress and yeah. they must have met her somewhere before mm. well we find out in uh Season one, episode one, ambush. Ambush. Yeah. They meet Ventures again, and they still have met her before. Right. And we never actually like. Yeah. I don't think we ever get an get, answer to that. We never get, in the show. We never get the the uh, how they meet her for the first time. Right. right. And like the show isn't even like it's not completely. I mean, the, the episodes don't come out in chronological order. Mm-hmm. But even when you do like see it in order, it's not. They still don't have that. You know. So. It's not a huge deal to me, but it's still like I kind of wish we did see it, see it at some point. But it doesn't have to be answered, you know. Sure. So, do you want to talk about worst episodes? Yeah, sure. Let's talk about our least favorite episodes of, of the season. Well, I think, uh, <laughs> I think what's going to stick out is Bombard Jedi, Bombad, Bombad Jedi, Bombad Jedi, yeah, Bombad Jedi for sure, for sure. You know, I'm curious as to why George. I know he likes Jar Jar Binks, but, like, why would he want to make a Jar Jar episode, you know? Like, as, after after experiencing what he experienced, I don't know. I guess he just liked him that much. So, he was like, I don't care what people say. I'm going to do it, you know? Um, or was it just because he wanted, you know, they wanted to... Try and, like... You're like, well, he had like, to be doing something during all this time. Yeah, but like, who cares? It was stupid. <laughs> yeah. Does, does it make you... Does seeing Jar Jar in the show legitimize him anymore? Do you do you like him any more? No, no, like him less now, or does it doesn't change how you feel about him at all? I guess I could say less, mm. although it's hard to. I mean, I'm not 100 percent sure about that. Yeah, just because he's just as bad. Like right. he he pretends to be a Jedi. He puts on a <laughs> Jedi robe. It's just like if you before that episode came out, if you were to ask someone, like, how do you feel about an episode? Of Clone Wars, where Jar Jar pretends to be a Jedi, that would uh, you get a resounding no from pretty much anyone right. you ask. <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, so that's that's definitely your least favorite episode, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, and that one. What what is it like? Padme goes to Rodia. Is it Rodia? She goes to Rodia. Yeah, and the whole like her like quote unquote uncle. That's not yeah. really her uncle. It's like a family friend who betrays her. Betrays her. Yeah. And then all that stuff take place mm-hmm. and then in the end in the end she acts like it was all a plan, but it wasn't. She was just trying to cover for him. Yeah. Yeah. And say like, didn't you mean you know, mm-hmm. wasn't this the plan all along? She was just trying to uh-huh. bring him back without ever having to be Make considered a traitor. Right, right. But you know, 
it's nice of her. <laughs> but uh, and then we get Jar Jar like accidentally saving the day, as he always seems to do, is stumble across, you know, doing something good, and the the separatists think he's a Jedi that came in to like you know, right, you know, and he's just running around with a cloak on, and right, fucking stumbling around, and you know, it's just, uh, they had a med best you know playing him for the guy who played Jar Jar prequels played his voice how could it have been the voice was so different i i read that it was it was him on this episode it might have been well maybe it was maybe okay maybe it was the other episode yeah because he hasn't he, he hasn't done every episode. He, he, he did bombad jedi and then he did a few more like later on so there's also in this season uh the gungan general the gungan general which isn't as bad as mm. bombad jedi yeah why do you say bombad right you keep saying it wrong. I don't know. Because <laughs> it's not a word. Bombad. 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 Jedi. Bombad Jedi. But yeah, the Gungan General. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that, that was bad. That was bad, but still bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, another one I would say that I didn't like was Dooku Captured. You didn't like? No. Okay. Why not? It, it's stupid. <laughs> there you I, go. That's the reason. <laughs> that's the re- Why is it stupid? It's stupid because isn't that the one where... The pirates. Yeah, yeah, they capture them all, and they're all chained together, and it's yeah. kind of like they have to work together <laughs> to get out. Yeah, there's I mean, three Jedi. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess that's and I they're mean, like the Dooku's like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he's like he's like throwing sass at Anakin, right? And stuff, like like snarky remarks. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Like it's not. It's kind of like doesn't uh, befit their characters. <laughs> it's like below them, you know, like to be captured like this and to be like bickering as they are. Yeah. You know, he's this fucking Sith Lord, right? <laughs> and he's like making like like puns as he's chained to. And then there's that one time when uh, was it Obi Wan or or Anakin who like mind tricks someone? Yeah, and he's like, "Well done, Master Jedi." <laughs> like, <laughs> right, can't you right. do that? I mean, <laughs> yeah, no, it's silly. It's it's a silly concept, but I I enjoy that episode, I guess, because it is silly. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's just kind of entertaining to see Dooku and Obi Wan and Anakin hanging out, going on a little wacky adventure together, putting aside the differences for a little bit. Right. Um, Speaking of another episode that's kind of like taken from cliche movies, is like mm-hmm. the Blue Shadow Virus. Right, right. The virus one yeah. where... That yeah. one, I wasn't sure. I didn't put it as one of my least favorite or one of my favorite. Well, no, I don't mean that. I just mean... Yeah. It it's that. one of them ones that has the feeling of like a virus outbreak movie. Yeah, yeah. And that has that like mad scientist. Yeah. You know. Uh, and they, have to get, they have to get the antidote just yeah. in time. And- <laughs> this is like Padme and Ahsoka are like dying. Uh, and we, in that episode though, we, we get to go back to Naboo, which is cool. I mean, I've, I always, I always like Naboo. Sure. Um, so the Blue Shadow Virus and then Mystery of a Thousand Moons is right. technically part of the same thing, right? Uh, I also, I, I've seen this episode probably the most amount of times over all the episodes. But so it's kind of like, like when I, when I sat down to watch the show again, I was like, oh god, I have to watch this episode again. But it, it is good. It's this the first one ambush. Oh, right. Yeah. It's just, it's a good episode, but I've seen it so many times because there's been a lot of times where I have, like, started to watch the show over again. I'm like, oh, I'll start from the beginning. <laughs> yeah. And then I'll, like, not finish it. Uh, <laughs> so, I've seen that first episode, like, a, so much. But it is a really good episode, I think. And it's, uh, 
all on Twidaria, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we see, you know, Watto's Watto's kin. Right. (laughs) uh, Which, you know, I I always got the impression, because I guess, you know, this goes to show you that you can't judge, you can't, like, you know, generalize a race. Because I was always like, oh, Watto is gross. Twidarians are probably all gross. Uh, (laughs) And then you see the Twidarians in uh, this episode, and, you know, they're pretty nice, you know. They have a nice thing going. They have like they have a king, you know, right? A little government little thing going on. They're not dirty and gross looking, right? I was like, okay, it's just Watto. Then, yeah. <laughs> well, he did leave. You know, he lived on Tatooine as a, like a like junk a, dealer, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so that was cool. I don't know. And seeing the you know separatists in the Republic both like kind of fighting, fighting over it out for who's gonna get the who's gonna get Twidaria to join them, right? Yeah. It was kind of weird, though, that... Yeah, like, Yoda was, like, doing some sort of a test, I guess, right? Well, yeah. But also that, like, Ventress, like, just sat there the whole time, and then at the very end decided, like, mm. she's going to try and kill him or something. Right, she just... It was too late. She never, like, jumped into the battle to do anything. Yeah. She stayed there, right? Yeah. And then she tries to kill the, the king. Right. Yeah. But, and then Yoda, you know stops her and that's all good and blah, right. blah, 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 you know but that's a good episode it just allows a lot of good action we see yoda doing his thing also not only that but he has a nice that nice moment with him and the other clone troopers when they're like chilling out and then Yoda and they're like oh why would you care about you know us or just clones or whatever right yeah. like, you know, i care about all of you and blah, 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 all that stuff and so that was cool. That was a good like, uh, yeah. You know, it was from each each clone tells them something about themselves, right? Yeah. So I don't know. It, like, it really cementing that like bond between the Jedi and the clones. But those were three clones that we do we ever see them again? Um, I don't remember their names, so I don't think so. <laughs> but they were they weren't like the three like Echo and they weren't them. They were another three right. that we really don't. I don't yeah. think we get to see again. Yeah, I don't think so either. So, apparently, they didn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> they probably died, like, right after that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I like the I like the clones a lot in the show. Yeah. Yeah, especially with the episode of Rookies. Yeah. Just, and how cool is it that, like, an episode like that, they have, like, one guy doing all of those voices. Really? Yeah, like, they have, well, yeah, they have one guy from the clone trooper. But he has slightly, like... Slightly different. Different. And, like, which is really cool because... He'll. I, I remember watching a video of him talking about that process, and he was just like, he'll look at all the, all the characters he's he's doing, and then he'll be like, all right, if there's like, you know, the the older clones who are like commanders and stuff, right. have a little bit more hard, like older sounding voice, then he'll have like the younger vo- version of the voice for like the rookies and the yeah. younger guys. Some guys will talk faster than others, you know. So how he like makes those small. I mean, I think Rex has a distinct voice. Yeah. You can kind of pick up. Yeah, I think for sure. Um, I don't know what it is exactly, but yeah, like you, you, can, you can you can pick him out pretty easily, Rex's voice. Yeah. But one thing I that sticks out in my mind is that um, I think uh, Ahsoka calls uh, Ventress a bog witch. A bog witch? Yeah. <laughs> I, think that, I think that was just a funny thing to Right. To I, I, don't think, I haven't picked up on that. A bog witch. Now, in the episode where... Um, they're fighting with... She's fighting with uh, Luminara. Ahsoka? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Those two are together. Fighting, fighting Ventress. Right? How is it that 
Ahsoka bounces around with all these other Jedi Masters. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes she's with Plukun. Yeah. Sometimes she's with Luminara. Yeah. She's sometimes she's with Shakti. Shakti, right? What was she with? When, when was she with Shakti? She was with Shakti. Oh, when? No. I don't remember. <laughs> but she was. Uh, another episode, I think the if I could pick like one completely singled out episode with no other like, you know, not really like part of an arc that I like the most via layer of grievous oh. Grievous's layer whichever however you say it yeah um, that's the yeah, that one's really cool i like that a, a lot a lot just they don't do any like anakin obi-wan ahsoka stuff right it's uh kit fisto and his old padawan i forget his name yeah um sort of the end right oh yeah uh nadar nadar yeah, nadar, yeah. And he's a mon calamari right uh and they go to aren't yeah they are led there by uh dooku right mm. uh because he wants to let test grievous right yeah so then we get kit fisto he kind of like throws grievous in a trap or something yeah yeah and that's a cool episode because i mean grievous i have like a he's like ups and downs for me grievous like sometimes like he's really cool in the old uh, 2d clone wars right and then i think and, he's all right and then in the 3d Clone Wars and the movie, he, uh, I don't know, he has moments where he's kind of, like, lame. Mm. But in this episode, he's pretty cool. That one part where they cut off his some of his, li- some of his limbs, yeah. and he's, like, spider-crawling. Oh, and then, like, he has, a, he has, like, an entire like, room. Like, room full of spare parts. <laughs> yeah, it's all these, like, grievous, like, face masks. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was even, uh, wasn't there, like, a statue or something of, like, uh, like, maybe like him or like his race or like an like something where um wasn't there something like that like an I image of you don't remember i don't remember that i thought there was a, oh, maybe when he used because he used to be a warrior of his race yeah yeah before he got like I turned think, into a droid i think it's like kalishi or kalish i don't know something like that kalish um that's cool episode and then we you know uh nadar dies yeah he was kind of way too like a dick yeah, he, yeah like wouldn't listen to his man he felt like oh, i'm a knight now yeah i can do anything i like that they showed that side though they showed the you know, he was a newly knight knighted guy who's like kind of uh too big for his britches it's uh didn't kind of, he didn't he kind of go to the dark side a little bit there i mean he i mean yeah i mean he probably he used a little bit of his uh anger he's he, he used some emotion there yeah. but like he went to the dark side, you know? and Grievous blasters him. Does he? Does he shoot him? Yeah, he's got the. So he's got two lightsabers. He blade locks with him. Right. And he reaches. Oh his yeah. Third arm down and That's dirty. That's dirty. Yeah. Yeah. But um. Yeah, and then Kifisto fights him and stuff. And Kifisto is so dope, dude. He's one of my favorite like side Jedi. Kifisto is really cool. This is the first time we actually hear him talk and have that Jamaican accent. <laughs> It is. It's true. It's true. I mean, it, I mean, it sounds fine. It's just. Funny. It's all right. It's funny. It's all right that they, he has a Jamaican accent and he has like you know quote unquote dreads. Right. And the, <laughs> and the Ryloths all speak f- like French accents. And yeah, they have like that weird. Yeah, yeah. The Twi'leks. Right. I don't know. Uh, it's just weird the way they. It's kind of yeah. a little bit racist. <laughs> I mean, for for Kit Fisto, I mean, is it is it racist? I don't know. 
I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's racist, but it's like just kind of a maybe. I'm a little... just saying in general to find that all these different aliens have different have recognizable things in our right. But culture. of course, I mean, of course they are. Like yeah. the Tordarians are kind of like the Gulf Arabs. Oh sure, yeah, you know, but, but that's that. not that's not. I don't know. I don't think that's a bad thing. Okay. What you, you do? It's not bad, but not a good thing. Should be pushing stereotypes. But are they pushing stereotypes? They're just just because some of the races are similar or have like share some similar uh, um, attributes or whatever you want to call it, like cultural culturally. Doesn't is that stereotyping? Well, it's kind of like. Don't you think it's kind of like okay, all the white white people are exactly normal, and you know, oh, um, Jamaican people are different or alien. They're you I mean, know, Arab people are. So wait, so you're saying that the human characters are like one way, and then there's like all the aliens are like all yeah. The why don't we see that much diversity in the human population? I mean, I, I guess that's a that's a fair point. I guess. I mean, but I feel like there's a good, like there's not like that. There's probably human characters in Clone Wars that you know what what like have, uh, looking for like an accent or something or, or are you just no? I'm just saying like okay, it's obvious. It, it kind of feels like Ahsoka's race is like the Indians, and it, it's like never, he boxed each. I don't think I don't think it was it was so specific. I think that. I mean, I never thought that the Togruta, Togruta were like Indians. I never. I mean, I never. I never made that's that connection what I think. personally. Just in their naming structure, and sure. just kind of sounds like. I think that uh, as people, we look for these connections naturally. I think we do, right? And, and as people, George put those connections in. I mean, right? But I don't think he necessarily was like, all right, well, um. The Twidarians are going to be this race. The Twidarians are going to be this race. I don't think he did but it that But it's way. so repetitive. Like, the trade union people are obviously, like, Asian, Chinese, or Japanese, you know? Well, like, yeah, like, their voices sound kind of that way. But I don't think I, I don't think that's, like, how he did it, where he was, like, each race is going to represent another a real race. I think he just kind of took... It's normal, I think, for... If you're creating another world of races and whatnot, I think it's mm-hmm. normal to take inspiration from the real world, and you're gonna subconsciously create connections. I think, no matter what, because we are people. I think you know subconsciously you, you create these in a way to relate it to your real world, the real life that you live. You know, it sure. just makes it more relatable, I guess. But not that it's not you know kind of funny sometimes how it's like kind of on the nose but yeah um i think that it's i don't think it's bad i don't think there's anything like super racist in any, in any of the any of the races okay but i think the i think the kit fisto thing is kind of funny um like all right he probably could have not been jamaican but you know <laughs> but you know not a not a huge deal so what do you think about the animation um was it better than the clone wars movie or would you say it's along the same? Well, it was about the same, same line, right? Yeah, about the same as the movie, but it definitely gets better later on. It progresses in the show. year yeah. to year, yeah, season to season. Well, how do you feel about? Well, let's start with Ahsoka. How do you feel about Ahsoka in uh, the season? She's, I think she does really well. Yeah, uh, you you were saying before that there are times when Ahsoka's like inexperience causes a lot of problems. Mm. I would say in this season, you see a lot of times where. 
she's the one making the right decisions. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. No, I, I I agree with that. She has like that different, uh, like more fresh, younger like take on stuff sometimes, where it's like a, di- a very different. You know, it's just like a lot of these other guys. It's kind of like when you have a people who've been like doing this thing for a long time. They think a certain way, and then you have someone who's kind of newer to it yeah. comes in, and then they have a very like different. You know, they're not. They haven't been in it for so long, so they haven't like had their brain molded to think a certain way. So she does have like a lot of unique ideas, right? But I can't think of out. Is there an episode in the season where she like you know messes up big time? I don't really remember. I don't think so. Yeah, but but I don't know. She's. I mean, in in this season, she's really. I like her a lot. I know that in the beginning when it first came out, people hated her, but maybe that's just because I mean now we know her so much better so it's like you know watching it is more enjoyable but if you put yourself back in that time when that first season came out do you think you would like Ahsoka? I do. I, yeah. I don't think that she was like she was in the movie. Mm. She didn't really say like Sky Guy. Yeah well I think yeah she was, she was, she was less annoying. Dialed down a bit. Yeah. Sky Guy and Snips. Um, she wasn't as arrogant. She was kind right. of arrogant in the in the movie. Yeah. yeah. Whereas in this one she was more like um, unsure of herself. Remember when right. they tell her to, there's that one episode where she gets command and she's like, oh, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Yeah. And she yeah. comes up with that plan. Right. To turn the ship on its side. Well, is that the, is that the episode where Ahsoka, yeah, she's in charge and then like Captain Rex is with her and he's kind of helping her. Yeah. 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 I, I like that because she like is put in charge and then she's like, oh, doesn't know really what to do. And then Captain Rex is like, you heard her, you know, like, get back to your yeah. you know, stuff. So, like, Captain Rex is kind of, like, looking out for her. Right. You know, it's kind of cool. Which uh, is great, like, later on in Rebels when you get right. the reunion between Rex and yeah. Ahsoka. Yeah, which is it's super nice. I don't know. Like, that a reunion like that in Rebels is, is really satisfying because Ahsoka and Rex do spend a lot of time together in this show. Right. And uh, they have a good, good, they have a good bond go on a lot of adventures but uh i don't know I, I i like you know i like anakin a lot i like obi-wan i mean i don't think there's anyone that i don't like in this first season really. right I, I do you think that like anakin starts off this season as like a really likable guy and he kind of progresses throughout clone wars to be much more potentially troubled yeah uh I, yeah i mean i think we see more and more of it which yeah. is good because yeah. that's what they should have done with the movies and they didn't. You know what I mean? That kind of yeah, fills the gaps a little bit. Yeah, they did a little. It was a little like hot and cold in the movies, you know, with Anakin. Um, but yeah, I think this is a pretty, a pretty nice display of – because in season one, I don't think there's any moments where Anakin really uh, – you see like heavy shades of his Vaderisms, you know? Right. I don't no, think you don't. we only see that. But later on in the show, we do see more like moments where he gets like really angry, or you know, he force chokes somebody. Yeah, you know, um, you know, there's this weird thing like, okay, Attack of the Clones happens, right? Beginning of Attack of the Clones, Anakin is so whiny. Yeah. Oh, master, blah blah yeah, blah. It's not fair. Yep. Like it can't be more than like a month later, he gets Ahsoka as a Padawan, and is like, right? Well, that's the like the timeline I'm interested in because. So Battle of Geonosis happens right after, right at the end of Attack of the Clones. Right, first Battle of Clone Wars, and then yeah, and then probably the second is Christophsis, right? Nah, it I mean, can't be that long after. I don't, I don't think it's 
like Genius just then pissed off this right afterwards. You know, I think that um, I'm not saying right after, but it's not like a year passed between them. Yeah. Well, so yeah, the Clone Wars was about three years. So end of episode two, maybe like you know. So Anakin still has to be knighted. Um, yeah, you never get to see that. Right. So I feel like maybe half a year. I don't know before he gets Ahsoka. Really. I don't know. So you're saying there's six months of Clone Wars war that sure. we never get? Sure. Okay. I mean, I don't assume that, you know, everything we see in Clone Wars is everything that happened, you know? I'm sure you can... There's so much more implied, you know? I imagine that there's a ton more of that war that they just never showed, so... Okay. Um, what, what was that? Okay. Because you can't imply things if it's not, like, canon. Like, how can you just assume? So, you think that everything we saw in the, sh- in the show is all of, all of the war? Um, I, I'm not saying it isn't, but I'm not saying it is either. Okay. <laughs> I mean, if it was any other topic, you'd be all over me about it. it's not canon, it's not canon. Well, hold on, hold on. So, what are you talking about? Why, is canon, why did canon even come into the conversation? Because there's no indication that there's more to the, to the war than what we saw. Why not? Yes, there is. Like what? Whenever they mention something that we don't see, or if they mention like, oh, this, um, like they all the time, like every episode, they mention at least something that like we just don't see, like whether it's a battle or whether it's like, oh, so and so is off doing this or stuff like that. I guess, but some of that stuff happened at parallel times, right? But at the same time, but my point was that there's, I'm sure there's a lot of the Clone Wars that we just never saw in the show, like a lot more other things that. You know, it was a galactic, uh, major war, galactic war. Yeah. So, I'm sure there was a lot of other battles that we never saw, the timeline. But at the same time, how much could fit into three years? Yeah, I for mean, sure. I mean, we do, we do know that, like, Ahsoka, I believe she was about 14, right? When the, when she first is with them. And then by the end of the show, I think they said she was uh, 17, maybe. Right. So, that's three years. So, she... So it seems like she kind of comes to them pretty early on in the in the Clone Wars, and at the end, right. three years later, she's you know seventeen and. So all I'm saying is that like Ahsoka, I mean Anakin, he matures very fast. From right, yes, <laughs> they force him to mature very fast. Yeah, which I which yeah, that is where all this came from is how fast Anakin went from Episode Two Anakin to Clone Wars Anakin to Episode Three Anakin. to Episode Three Anakin, yeah. but. You know, the Clone Wars in the middle there, uh, I think, does flesh out his character a lot more. It and does it a lot. However, I never feel from end of Clone Wars into Episode 3, I never feel the fall. I don't feel it. Mm-hmm. it it's not right. 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 The, the fall wasn't handled very... I think we can agree. Yeah, the fall was not handled very well in terms of making it realistic. Right. It was very sudden. I mean, you can make the assumption throw in the whole Ahsoka leaving thing as like another reason for him um, you know going down that path because she was very important to him and then so like I mean because his whole thing with Padme was fear of loss right he lost his mom he lost Ahsoka and now Padme so I mean that does fit in yeah but they with his reasoning uh, no but when he loses Ahsoka he's like first like upset about it but then by the end he's like I understand and blah 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 like but he didn't, he's not he did not come to peace with that. He, come on. All right. You really, you really think that he was like, I'm good. Okay. Uh, that's fine. Like, he, he understands, but he doesn't have to like it. Okay. So, I think the, the Ahsoka thing was another kind of cog 
in that whole process of him fearing, you know, loss, I guess. But it still was too too quick, I think, as well in, in episode three. Not just too quick, but it's not set up. I don't feel mm-hmm. like he never goes into why, why he feels the Jedi are evil and the Jedi mm-hmm. are... I don't get that. Well, no, I agree. But I guess you could say the whole Jedi or evil thing comes from really, it's it's a weak, it's a weak argument. But like yeah. the whole like him being dark, you know, like going to the dark side, it corrupts his mind. I think and, what does that is like five, you know, when they're, when they get Palpatine, he's all about arresting Palpatine. Right. Yeah. He's he, like, we're going to arrest you. You're, you're the Sith Lord we've been looking for. Mm-hmm. And then... It just doesn't show you that he's on a dark path even up to then. Yeah. He, like, switches right when, like... Even, and even at the moment, he was like, gonna kill him. he's like, oh, he should stand trial and stuff. Yeah. Right before. And then he cuts Windu's arm off or hand off. And then he literally, uh, the next minute, he's like, I'll do whatever you ask. Yeah. It's a Palpatine. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you're right. Like, if they... I mean, it's a problem with the movie, but if they... I guess to, to lay it out better... You know, the driving force of his uh, descent was probably the fear of loss, right? Sure. So, that if they drove that point home more... But that didn't make sense either. Why not? Because it never... It's not like the dark side helped him to prevent it. He thought it did, but it didn't. He thought it would, but that was the point though, right? It's like he thought this would help, but it ended up not. And he was already too far gone, I guess, at that point, you know? It, uh, it doesn't connect for me. How, well, wait, how the so, whole thing. How, how so? Um, the lost be- thing. Because he's like, is it possible to learn this power? And he's like, not from a Jedi. Right. So, you feel like, okay, you know, I'll slowly get this dark side training to learn this power. Not like, I'm going to instantly go evil. But that's not what, he's plan- what he plans on doing. I mean, he... That's what this is what he wants. He wants to learn how to do this, but he realizes that he can't learn it from the Jedi, so he wants to learn it from Palpatine. So therefore, the Jedi are evil. Well, that doesn't make any sense. But when if you, if you kind of take that out for a, uh, for a moment, the whole like him thinking the Jedi are evil, which is that is stupid. But the other reason, you know, him like like he wasn't like oh I'm gonna be evil blah blah blah. Like he wanted to learn this power, but it's dark side stuff, and then it's just kind of like that thing where you want to use the dark side for good but you can't because once you try to do that then it just consumes you you don't have anything to say i guess you're right (laughs) technically yeah consumes you but i don't feel look at any other look at any other person's fall to the dark side it's more like hate based you know what i mean Mm. i feel like he didn't have a reason to hate he just because he yes he wanted to learn that dark side power he never had the hate and the f- aggression you know mm-hmm. that a sith would have like i mean he i would say you look at maul even sure. throughout rebels up to the very end obi-wan tells him like you're consumed by your you know obsession to destroy mm-hmm. he was a hate he was, his whole thing was based on hate and revenge and yeah you never get any of that really from anakin it's just like I want to learn this cool dark side power. I mean, he, I mean, in defense of Anakin, I think that they, he does have some pretty hateful moments. I mean, we see in episode two, yeah. he slaughters the Tuscan Raiders after sure. his mom dies. Uh, episode three. But is, what's his, he hates Anakin, he hates Obi-Wan at well, that's Revenge, that, of, the, yeah, that's, Revenge of the Sith. I hate <laughs> Blah, blah, blah. Why? Um, yeah. Like, yeah. in the Clone Wars, there was, 
you know, things where he was real upset. There was that fake, like, Obi-Wan, like, died in a yeah. vision or something. Right, and, right. And he's buried and, like, Anakin's really sad. And mm-hmm. that's the guy you're going to hate in, like, three months. <laughs> I hate so much like that. Like, right. Obi-Wan didn't do anything. Yeah. Well, no, I agree with that. Like, it wasn't... I'm not saying that Anakin's whole thing was, uh, like, perfect. Like, I really think there's a lot of there's a lot of issues with how they how they did his dark side thing um i i, I agree i think he should have been more hateful and they should have driven that home more because mm. um, that's the one thing about it that doesn't make any sense to me in episode three is how he's like my point of view of the jedi are evil like where okay that's where fine. this point of but view where, come where from, it come from yeah like why do you think this is the question Anakin, like if sidious would have like told him how the jedi are like holding him back or something or doing this or that but he didn't all he did was say like i know this power and the jedi don't know it Mm. i mean he does tell anakin he does say like oh like they don't know your true talent they don't know your talents or whatever they don't you know they don't let you basically flourish (laughs) but But they did he he flourished throughout the clone wars he was one of the greatest generals yeah well what else did he want to do i feel like he just wanted more and more and more and then they were just like holding him back like he felt that they were holding him back from doing more and more and more which he does say but we just don't see that enough i don't think yeah. like it's there but we just don't see it done well so i feel like all the pieces are there in place but they just they're there but they're not in place you know like don't like his reasoning to hate jedi we know it what i think of a sith we, as right i think of someone who desires power and mm-hmm. desires like power <laughs> yeah okay Shut good up. one zach <laughs> but what i'm saying is you never get the sense that anakin like really wants that until the very end right you never get the sense that he's like consumed like the way sidious is like he's so happy sidious is so happy he was like unlimited power <sighs> he's so happy yeah, yeah, he's- yeah so, so you're saying that anakin should have been more power hungry throughout yeah Clone wars and movies. i think like there should have been more emphasis on like his frustration with the jedi mm. progressing throughout time that yeah i agree with that um a more subtle like nuanced turn as opposed to what we got in the movies um with just and there should have been like a big reveal that like like we know that anakin and obi-wan were friends right right he should have been friends with them up until the point like Something came out where Obi-Wan really did something. Not just like, oh, you turned her against me. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't, you know. Yeah. He really didn't. But there should have been like, Obi-Wan did something that really like jeopardized their whole friendship. You know right. Because I, mean? I feel like with the, with what, all the. Like he reported the relationship. Yeah. To the sure. Council. Sure. Yeah. Because like in the original trilogy, we get one side of the story, you know, of Darth Vader and Anakin and stuff like that. Yeah. And then in the prequels, it would be cool. It would have been cool to show that story, but like present another little nugget that kind of changes how you think of it. You know, just like we we in the original movies, we get oh that uh, Palpatine seduced Anakin to the dark side. Mm-hmm. Obi Wan, you know, lost his friend. Blah blah blah. It was, it was all bad. But it, it, you're right. Like in the prequels, it would have been interesting if we see like oh this also happened. Obi Wan did this. And he never mentioned it to, to Luke. He never told Luke this one little thing that happened that maybe kind of was right. a big factor. And I think that I think that would be a good thing is that like mm. they were friends, but then he finds out the, about the relationship. Right. And everyone knew about the relationship the whole time. 
That's the part that didn't make sense to me. Right. I, I, th- I think nobody should have known about it. It shouldn't have been obvious. Right. And then Obi-Wan finds out and he's like, I got to report it to the yeah, council. Like, yeah. And the council like forces them to separate. Right. Or something and bad. keeps them apart. Yeah. Or they threaten to kick him out. Yeah. And that's what makes him real angry. Yeah. Does that, does that make. Feels like Obi-Wan betrayed him. It almost makes you sympathize with Anakin a little bit. Yeah. On that. He's like, oh, damn. Like, you know, like the Jedi Council is being really like a dicks to Anakin. Obi-Wan kind of screw, screwed him over. In a way, but not really, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, but still, like, you'd be like, oh, like, it would put more. Yeah, you're right. Um, but we got what we got. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the Clone Wars does, I mean, kind of reeling it back in a bit. We'd always go off topic. On, you know, certain, I mean, there wasn't a whole lot to talk about with this season anyways, but. Um, but it. But it wasn't that off topic because we were like true. transitioning from Clone Wars to Episode Three, and right? That. But going back to you know, but the Clone Wars, I, one of the best things it does do is it does make Anakin a likable character. Sure. And right after that, he's he's way likable in this season, and he before that he never really was. You know, in the movies he, he's not really. Um, even in the two D Clone Wars, he's super annoying. Um, his voice is like really just nasally and horrible. I feel like at, at some point I'm going to come up with a prequel story that I like and just imagine it's true in my own mind. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, you know, it's, fu- it's funny. I used to I used to do that and uh, like think of other alternatives. And it's fun to do, but at the same time, you know, I'm just like, you know what? You know, that's all fun, but I got to accept canon. I got to accept what, what we were given. And you have to accept it when it comes to like these kind of conversations. But right. in my own mind, like <laughs> right. I'm watching the next thing, like I rewatched the prequels hmm. or the original trilogy. Right. And you're in I'm, your head. You're in like, my <laughs> head, I'm like, I know what really happened. <laughs> you can do that all you want, Zach. No one's going to stop you. That's, that's the beauty of it. I know. But uh, I don't know. Yeah. I'm glad that Disney is at least accepting the prequels. And uh, they they aren't they're not trying to cast them out, cast them away. Be like, oh, it's not really canon. We're gonna do, we're gonna do the prequels over again. It's, you know, some bullshit like that. They're just like, yeah, these are these are these are it, and we're gonna do what we can to kind of salvage it, right? So, which I think is the right move. You know, it wouldn't look good if they were like, all right, the prequels not canon. <laughs> be like, ah, that's a little little much, but <laughs> but yeah, um. Anyway, so... Yeah. Anything else about Clone Wars Season 1? I think it's a good start to a Clone Wars series. Yeah, for sure. I'm excited to do the other seasons. We won't do them all in a row, of course. That'd be six weeks of Clone Wars. But but we'll we'll pepper them in. Uh, Yeah, great start. And uh, are they all 22 episodes or are they like... Um, I'm not sure. I think most of them. Yeah, most of them are pretty long. But there's there's six seasons... It's a shame the show gets cut off. Got cut off kind of early. Um, didn't get, didn't get to have a proper ending, but yeah, um, I think maybe that might be the only one that's not the last one. Yeah, probably. Um, but yeah, so you can find us on Twitter. It's uh, at DockingBay ninety four Pod. That's our Twitter handle. Um, we also have a Patreon page, right? DockingBay ninety four. Uh, Zach knows more about that than I do. Anything we want to say there? No, not really. There's n- just, 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 just go, go see it. It's just go over there and look at it. <laughs> um, but yeah. So anything else, Zach? That's it. All right. That's it. See you.